This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, September 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump regulatory reform surge ahead. MFP investigation set for release. And Brazil deal disappoints. Administration implements one announces another reg reform. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheedler is set today to announce what could be another step in the administration's regulatory reform agenda. He has scheduled a webinar with the Federalist Society, the conservative legal group, to talk about a new rule on guidance procedures. Guidance documents issued by EPA and other agencies are not legally binding, but they clarify how agencies believe regulations should be interpreted and followed. Meanwhile, the Trump administration's sweeping overhaul of the federal environmental review process takes effect today. The administration is implementing new regulations that impose time and page limits on analysis conducted under the National Environmental Policy Act. On Friday, the changes survived a motion for preliminary injunction filed mostly by southeastern conservative groups. For more on the NEPA reforms and the rest of this week's agenda in the nation's capital, check out our Washington Week Ahead. By the way, Wheeler is dismissing a lawsuit over the Chesapeake Bay cleanup as election year politics during a meeting Friday of EPA's newly revived Farm, Ranch, and Rural Communities Advisory Committee. Wheeler accused the groups who have sued the agency of attacking farmers in Pennsylvania and New York. GAO findings on MFP are due today. The top Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, will be releasing a report today by the Government Accountability Office on USDA's handling of the market facilitation program. Stabenow has accused USDA of skewing the program to the benefit of Southern farmers. She'll be joined in an online news conference by Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown. Trump. Regular gas pumps may dispense E-15. President Donald Trump announced over the weekend that service stations pending state approval will be allowed to use conventional gasoline pumps to dispense E-15 gasoline. Subject only to state approval, our important ethanol industry will be allowed to use the 10% pumps for the 15% blend, Trump tweeted Saturday morning. But a group supporting Democratic candidates, Rule America 2020, dismissed the announcement as election year politics. If the president was serious, this would have been done already, said Chris Gibbs, an Ohio farmer and the group's president. Why it could matter? Ethanol industry advocates say convincing retailers to install new blender pumps has been a challenge because of the cost. Iowa Renewable Fuels Association Executive Director Monty Shaw says installing an E-15 blender pump can range anywhere from twenty to $25,000 per pump. Farm groups disappointed with Brazil ethanol deal. U.S. Grains Council, Growth Energy, Renewable Fuels Association, and the National Corn Growers Association were quick to express dissatisfaction with the Friday announcement of a 90-day revival of a Brazilian tariff rate quota that allows some U.S. ethanol to enter the South American country duty-free. 
The TRQ expired on August 31st as the two countries continued to negotiate a new deal on ethanol trade. U.S. farm groups and lawmakers continued to demand that Brazil scrap its 20% tariff on U.S. ethanol. The new short-term TRQ creates uncertainty ahead of what is normally the highest volume time of the year for U.S. exports, the industry groups say. Brazil buying U.S. soy this year? It's possible. Brazil has been selling its soybeans, especially to China, at a record pace this year, and they may have sold too much. Brazil's livestock industry needs a lot of soybeans, so it's entirely possible they may turn to the U.S., their biggest competitor, says Mac Marshall, vice president of market intelligence for the United Soybean Board and the U.S. Soybean Export Council. Reuters is reporting that Guilherme Bastos, president of Conab, Brazil's largest agriculture analysis company, said he is advocating that the country lift its 8% tariff on soybeans from countries outside the Mercosur trading bloc. And Marshall thinks that could happen. It would not shock me, he said. UK gets ag trade benefits in New Japan trade deal. The United Kingdom and Japan have signed off on a trade agreement that promises to cut Japanese tariffs on British pork, beef, and other ag commodities. The UK-Japan Comprehensive Economic Partnership Agreement is the first trade deal for post-Brexit Britain, and the British continue to negotiate with many other countries, including the U.S. U.S. ag sector is hoping the British agree to relax EU-style restrictions on American beef, pork, and poultry. Ted McKinney, USDA Undersecretary for Trade, said he's heartened by the progress made in the U.S.-U.K. talks. Meanwhile, British International Trade Secretary Liz Truss says the new pact with Japan opens up the path for the U.K. to join the Trans-Pacific Partnership, a multilateral trade deal the U.S. helped form but pulled out of in 2017. USDA sharply increases corn and soybean price estimates. USDA analysts have sharply raised the average corn price in the latest World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates report. The new prices are closer to the rate that triggered price loss coverage payments for corn and above the PLC reference price for soybeans. The 2020 crop is now expected to average 350 a bushel up 40 cents from last month's projection. The PLC reference price for corn is 370. We basically cut that corn PLC payment by two-thirds today, said Ohio State University economist Ben Brown. The average soybean price per bushel jumped from 8.35 to 9.25 a bushel. PLC reference price for soybeans is 8.40. CEO, pandemic altering buying patterns. John Mackey, CEO of Whole Foods, talked to the Wall Street Journal about how the COVID-19 pandemic has changed buying habits, and some of his observations have implications for the supply chain. All the animal proteins have increased tremendously, and our prepared foods are way down, he said. Mackey also said that some of the pandemic-driven shift toward online food buying is going to be permanent. Here's today's He Said It. You're up and I'm up. We ride together. That President Donald Trump speaking to Iowa Senator Joni Ernst during a phone call Saturday morning 
referring to an AARP poll that showed Trump with Ernst with narrow leads in Iowa. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, September 14th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.